0: Hey guys, I guess you're wondering where we might have been. Well, as regarding... Sorry, by the way, I'm in a basement and there's people walking around above me, so if you hear that, I apologize. But I, I've i been thinking a lot about the show recently, um, as you might have guessed. We've been absent because uh George didn't couldn't get to his uh research materials and he was still working on an episode and in the meantime I've been so busy with everything else in my life because of this shall we say crisis that sitting down to research an episode for you know a few hours and then recording it you know for a couple hours and then editing it and putting it out and you know doing all the social stuff you know like that in itself, it's like that just faded away. Um, the de- Not the desire to do it, but the ability to do it. I am entitling this uh, update... Uh, uh, it's so noisy. Um, paradigm Shift. Because when you're dealing with uh, history in, and you're making it, or in it, Uh, looking back is really, really hard to do. You know, it's like an animal's right in your face and it's like, Oh, what what was I doing yesterday? It's like, doesn't matter right now. Uh, you know, the, the, the paradigm is is, of how we view our world and our story and our history is dramatically shifting. Uh, especially with me, like, you know, I've been, I've been deep diving on historical figures for, you know, over two years now. Um, it's changed my life. I, There's no other way to say it, like knowing these stories from the past has it's benefited me in a lot of ways. And it's also um, changed how I see my entire world, our world, you know, Um, it's impossible to dig through history and not find patterns and right now what we're experiencing in you know globally is a paradigm shift how do we think about things what do we value what's important you know where are our priorities um you know i got i lost my job of course like i was essential for a couple of weeks and then it was over and you know because just demand was down gone and i'm sure a lot of you are in the same spot so that was stressful and that was bothering me and all that stuff and uh you know seeing my friends scared and you know bored and uh i don't i guess the word would be would be displaced um knocked out of their normal routine you know it's not been easy for me so I'm sure it's not been easy for any of you i mean like i'm sure you can hear it in my voice i just don't have a lot of energy um i'll just tell you what i've been doing um i've been building life insurance <laughs> uh, uh and some of a lot of my friends around here anyway, if we've been, uh, working on a garden fence, we've been, you know, painting it, building the gates. Um, you know, we're talking about getting a freaking chicken coop. It's kind of ridiculous, but at the same time, you know, with all that going on, like, man, it's, it's a big world out there. Let's just put it that way. Um, Personally, I think that when you see a paradigm shift like this, anything is possible and you can pick up new beliefs about things very, very quickly. If you have a strong understanding of uh, history, not saying I do, you know, I'm just an amateur, but I've always been interested in it. um, It can be a little overwhelming when it looks like the world is crashing down. But uh one of the things that I've been sort of keeping in my mind is that like we've been through worse and I know this story we've been through this before. I mean you everyone's been sending around chain emails of like the Spanish flu and everyone's wearing the masks and everything. It's like wear a mask or go to jail. You know that stuff that's nothing new. And uh you know but when you're going through it you get short sighted. You know it's when you're in danger, you know what happens? Like you fight or you flee. Um and there's no time to stand around and go, well, what do we do? You have to make a decision. And, uh, you know, my personal decision has been to fight. And that means prioritizing certain things over others. It means focusing on um, a different set of, I don't know if the word is values, but it's it's making decisions about what to let burn away and what to hold on to. and increasingly I find myself unable to focus on obviously the show. And, you know, I was talking to my brother and he was saying like, he really missed it and he wanted it to come back. And I was like, it feels like we're living in a different world uh, where we talk about dead people doesn't fit anymore, at least not in the way that it, it used to. And, and I don't think that means it's, it's over. By any stretch because i love doing that thing but for right now like the the necessary thing for us to do is to pause and it sort of happened naturally because i was just simply too busy with all that's going on in my life right now you know losing my job having to figure out how to make the most of what money i have um you know being being so not being stressed that's for sure not distressed, but definitely stressed. Uh, being so stressed that I can't sit down to focus on writing. I mean, we don't have a script, obviously, but um, even sitting down to research, it just, uh, having the motivation to do something like that is, it seems like foreign. Um, and I, I've been thinking about what I want to do in the meantime, and it's like, well, now's the perfect time to start your own rambly little Bill Burr-style podcast. And it's like, well, that would be fun. I could do that. I could sit and ramble like I'm doing right now for, you know, God knows how long, but focusing in and really getting intense with research is it, my brain just can't handle it right now. And I don't know what, you know, if that's a attention deficit or something like that. I don't know what that is. Uh, but it, it just, it, here here's how I'll put it. It doesn't make sense to sit down and write a story. Um, when especially when there's so much dishonesty going on right now um, across the spectrum like the the news is wrong about dozens of things it seems like experts are wrong about everything it seems like every single politician is in in it for themselves they're not really like trying to solve this um, and even if they are they're completely ineffective you know, when everything is called into question, when you don't know what to believe, it's really, really hard to sit down and sift through uh, uh, official narratives on certain things in history without getting like, oh, what is the point of this? I'm sure you guys understand. Yes, we're still going to do a drunk episode. It might end up being the Hitler and Jesus episode. <laughs> um, you know, that... But it's so interesting. It's so interesting to see ev- when everything call- is called into question. When you know the uh, the chips are called in, and you know you, you you're like it's like playing a game of poker. It's like right now it's like everybody's bluffing so hard, and everybody's pretending like they know exactly what's going on and who the bad guys are. And it's like you know I just get increasingly frustrated with it because I'm like I know I know nothing, and I also know that I know official narratives pretty well because i've been reading history for you know years you know i took classes and things like that and you know i hung out with people who understand history a lot and you know when you're looking at something like this and you're going i don't know what's real anymore it sort of feels like it sort of feels like until we get any answer any kind of truth on this um it's an, it's, an, it's, a, it's an exercise in futility to try and uh, release a narrative. And that's, a, that's another thing that I um, have been questioning a lot recently is just like, well, what the hell is going on? You know, wh- what is happening? Because if I can't trust the screen and I can't trust um, the people on the screen and all of them seem to be awful in some way, uh, what do I do? Well, you know, for me, the answer personally to, in order to calm myself down, it's just been to unplug, just stop watching it. And it's interesting because, um, whenever I, whenever I get really stressed about what's going on out there in the world, you know, there's people who say, Hey, you got to stay informed. You got to stay up to date. You know, you got to do the thing, you know, wear the mask, all that stuff. You're like, well, Who's telling the truth? I have no idea anymore. Um, None of the big guys. Uh, You know, in in my experience, like just unplugging from it is really, really freaking good. Uh, If you're still on social media, I mean, by now you've seen the Facebook boomers. They've all got a solution. You know, we've got to do our patriotic duty. It's just, it's exhausting. And it's kind of funny because like the people who I know who are also just kind of stuck they're getting fed up with it too. And it's a good thing because all that is, is it's just different breadcrumb trails leading to the same, the same people every single freaking time. And you know, it's like, it, it, it pains me to say it, but like when is enough enough? Like when can you get informed enough? You know, like, who's got the right facts right now? It's Like, who the hell is running this? You know, all these questions just pop up, and you're like, "Wow!" And you know, you have people you trust, and you have people you don't trust, and now, and increasingly, it's it's like, uh, "Spy on your neighbor and report them." And you know, you saw that thing in New York City where the uh, the governor set up like a tip lines so you could spy on your neighbor na- or you tell on your neighbors or whatever if they didn't have their mask or they weren't washing their hands or they, they didn't keep social distancing like it's like it was like straight full on um I don't want to make this comparison but I'm gonna because it's pretty accurate it was it was straight full on blue cap shit like we're talking like gulag archipelago level stuff that's like, it's like a spider, even the children are spying it's are you kidding but to see the response to it, to see people sending in um, <laughs> pictures of uh, <laughs> sending it, sending the tip line Hitler memes and uh, dick pics, that to me is hysterical. And there's a lot of people who be like, oh, you're not taking it seriously. It's like, no, I'm taking it seriously, but just not the stupid shit. Like, you know, you should wash your hands. You should have always been washing your hands. You know, it's like... It, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'll wash my hands. Fine. Like whatever, you know, keep social distancing. I don't want to be near you anyway. (laughs) So, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing new, but like it, it, it is a paradigm shift because we're being forced into a world that we don't like. Uh, and a lot of people can't accept that that's happening. And you know, it's a world of like sickness and disease, and like the new normal. You know, like everyone says, it's the new normal. We'll always be like this. It's like we can't always be like this. You know, we can't have an entire country, or world, I should say, of germaphobes who are stuck in their house. Can't happen. So you know, my my whole feeling is like, at a certain point, we just we just well, no, I don't I don't want to give any recommendations because I, I I hate politics. But, um, at least in my experience, it's been, it's been freeing in a lot of ways. It's been scary in a lot of ways. Um, but I think the only thing you can do is to just keep pushing, just keep going, you know, like, you know, time marches ever forward, as they said in the Jack Horseman series or whatever, uh, and you know this 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 scare this uh this uh i don't know the revelatory nature of all of this or you know i'm not talking about like biblical stuff i'm talking like lots of stuff that we didn't want to know is coming out and it's like the disaster of all of this really does reveal uh what we would all do when faced with a global situation like this and you know you look at it and you're like oh well can't go outside like well you can just you know you can wear a mask you wear gloves whatever it's like nobody in my town is wearing a mask until they like made it so you couldn't go to the store without one um most people just they were just like this is so overblown it's not even real like a lot of people are just, it's just fake i'm like i don't know i'm gonna try to keep you know my people safe um and you know, I want to take care of my family. I want to take care of my neighbors and all that stuff. It's like we we just got to take care of each other. Um, you know, and like the shortages. You know, it's like everyone. Uh, there was a panic and around here, and people all went and bought chickens because they're like, oh, what if the what if the grocery store goes down or they close those or we can't even go there. And then, so there was a shortage and people were going to the store and they're like, oh, my God, there's no more chicks in the buckets. Like, what are we going to do? Like, we're never going to have I'm like, nah, there, you can look at it that way or you can look at it like, oh, well, everyone's got chickens now. So everyone's going to be breeding chickens, hopefully. So there'll be plenty more chickens. And it's like, well, what, what, you know, why would you go buy chickens? Aren't you crazy? You know, this is all going to be over soon. Right. And it's like, I don't know. But I, I think this paradigm shift is telling us a lot. There's a lot we can learn from this, and I've got a lot of friends who are, you know, talking to me. They're like, "Oh, I've learned such and such, you know, just by being home all the time." And you know, I got friends who are still employed and working from home, and they're like, "I learned I could do my entire job from my bed." I'm like, that's not bad. Like, cool. You know, you can frame these things like a lot of different ways. You know, I've been trying to stay positive because, uh, you know, we're 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 building stuff here, and. You know, we're going to, we're just going to try to ride out the storm, you know, and then there's the whole like, oh, there's going to be a second wave in the fall. It's like, how do you know? I don't know that, but if there is, I'm not going to be caught with my pants down again. That's, that's insane. So, you know, the trick is to just get yourself some insurance, you know, figure out a way you can, uh, you know, sort of secure yourself because, you know, right now it's kind of like a, it's almost like a, like a like a pass fail exam? Like, do you, will you, you know, buckle when everything's taken away from you? Will you, you know, cry? Or are you going to set yourself up, you know, and see that this is why I want to do a a separate podcast. That's just me rambling because this is actually helping me right now. Just to talk, uh, to talk about it. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, uh, It's been a, it's been a great time. Like I've, I've been able to learn a whole bunch of stuff. I didn't know, like build a whole bunch of stuff I didn't have, you know, I'm, I was lucky. I still got paid for a while after, after being, you know, laid off or whatever you want to call it, um, furloughed, like in a war, uh, you know, like I got, I got lucky that I still had some stuff rolling in so I could, you know, buy all the stuff I would need to do something like that. But it's like, you know, everyone's like, oh, my God, like we've got television shows about preppers and things. And like, it's like, oh, they were right. We should have listened. I'm like, it's it's still not too late. You can go do something like uh, Sith Psychopath. I was talking to him a couple of weeks ago and he, he was like, oh, yeah, we got a I think he said he had a garden going like you can do that. Like, get yourself some food insurance. Uh, you know, there's there's a there's a series on YouTube that I found while I was living in Austin you know, you can you can grow your own food in your apartment if you want to um you don't have to i, I don't think you, i don't think it's to that point uh and i don't think it's even an overreaction to say like hey like i mean like look at michigan for example they they banned seeds there if that isn't nakedly obvious what's going on there i, I don't know how to tell you but if they're like they're banning seeds <laughs> but they're not like closing liquor stores like what what the hell is that And, you know, it's just so, it's so openly nefarious. It's like, what, you know, uh, you got these governors who are like locking down everything. And, and, uh, you know, people are like, what, but I don't like know anyone who's sick. And you've got these videos like of nurses dancing in the hospitals, like, and there's not like one or two of it's like dozens and dozens and dozens of them. It's, you know, and then you got this this crazy movie that came out, uh, out of shadows or whatever. It's like, oh yeah, the, the Hollywood is run by the CIA. It's like, what is going on anymore? I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no answers for you, uh. But uh, I can tell you this: it it is at least the most interesting time I think we've had. Oh, I don't know since. 2001 you know it, it, this is this is this is absolutely clown world and it it's it's clown world that's all it is and we i'm trying to think of a time when there was you know clown world before and it's it's like oh yeah the end of the roman empire clown world uh you know people just doing and saying absurd things and all betraying each other and like um You know, like the Millerite movement. That was clown world. Like, uh, and then that was a, that was a doomsday cult. We did William Miller. We did an episode on that. You should go listen to that. It's sabotage. That was clown world. You know, this crazy guy, like I'm the Messiah. And he gets everyone to follow him. And then like at, at the end of it, he just like converts to Islam, like drops all of his followers. You know, clown world has happened before. It's, it is absolutely a paradigm, um, in history. And, you know, right now we're looking at it. We're like. Uh, seriously, like they're going to use Tom Hanks's blood to like make a vaccine. Are you, are you kidding me? That's so stupid. I mean, well, don't get me wrong. I don't mean like you shouldn't try and find solutions, but like, that is so silly and so out there. Like, I don't even know what to do with that. Uh, and then there's that's like Bill Gates is now hated on Instagram. Like who would have called that like a little nerd in his basement who, by the way, updated my computer so that it would break. Uh, <laughs> whenever. <coughs> excuse me. Whenever I try to do something, like it's just like my computer got 10 times slower when all this hit. And I go and I find online that there's like hundreds and thousands of other people who are like experiencing this. They're like, yeah, my computer updated and now it's a brick. And then you go and you find out that it's the search function, um, the search. Uh, it's a background thing uh, with Cortana where she's just constantly digging through your shit and sending it to Bill Gates. Like that's real. And it's, it's so it takes so many resources. It will 100% max out your CPU. You know, I was trying to edit a video. I couldn't get it. I, I couldn't even edit an audio podcast uh, until I got this, this piece of software that was called, I think it was task Wrangler uh, or task, La- task lasso, something like that. I couldn't even edit on my computer because of this update it's like why this is all seems to be like coming together and pointing in the same direction and I don't know what to do about it except to just put my head down and keep building the frickin fence you know like not everyone can do that I consider myself lucky that I have projects to work on you know I consider it a good thing but like you know I lost my job my family members are, you know, they're not working, um, except here. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's a two week incubation period. So like whenever they, you know, somebody goes out, it's like, oh, well, can you come back for two weeks? We don't know. It's like, my God, like, what do we do? You know, and that's not, that's not me panicking. I'm just saying like, it's like, there's so many absurd things coming out right now. Um, that again i'm telling you it's it's what's called a paradigm shift where our way of looking at the world is fundamentally changing be- even if we don't want it to uh it's changing because it's, it's it's sort of like bane he's necessary you know i i don't know how else to put it it's just it's you know i i think the best thing you can do now is it's just like one of the things i've been doing instead of researching is just writing creatively it lets out a lot of pent up energy to just write a book, and I'm writing a story I haven't written in years. I have not written creatively in like literally five, six years, um, and now I'm at it again, and it's really helping. Recent, see, and that's a, that's an interesting thing about history is like there's there's like sort of uh, two things you can be. I've been thinking about this. You can be an orbiter which means you sort of like have your guys that you listen to, you have your things that you like to talk about, your topics, you know, and you're sort of orbiting something. Right. And then you sort of have like this, this creative side of things where, you know, like I really enjoy recording. I really enjoy, you know, putting out the show, but the orbiting around history right now doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't know how else to put it. I mean, if you guys, I think you guys should, or everybody should, you know have a history phase where they learn just where the hell they are in this insane timeline that apparently just you know it shifted interdimensionally I don't know how else to put that um you know this this timeline where it seems like everything is upside down or backwards or out of place or missing or you know I think the best thing you can do is just generate you know like one of my one of the best forms of self therapy I think is free writing you just go for it you write whatever comes to your mind and one of the other things I've been doing, which has really, really been helping, is I've been beating up a uh dummy. One of those one of those punching bags that looks like a dude with like the chiseled jaw. That helps a lot. I I like I can't believe how much it helps to just hit something. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Um it's 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 easy to get really, really frustrated and it's really, really easy to feel like uh it's all over and like there's nothing that can be done. It's like mm. I don't know, maybe just orbit less and create more, you know, like here's one thing that's been happening that I find to be really, really, really positive. So in the pow- with the power gap that's happening in Hollywood, uh, independent creative producers are rising. And, you know, one of the things that like I've seen recently is a lot of my indie film guys, they're still making movies. Like there's social distancing on the set, but because they're small and because they're not flying people in from all over the world, they don't really have to worry too much about like getting infected. So they're still making movies and they're putting them online. Um, Full link feature length movies. In fact, I will plug one right now. You should all go watch. Uh, what's his name? It's uh, it's called chlorine. It's a film that was made in a summer with no script at all. And I know the guys who made it. Uh, they've been, let's see here. See if I can find it. Um, they've been. I want to see what channel it's on. Chlorine movie. They've been doing this forever, and now that they're here, it is. Oh yeah, it's on Five Dollar Film School. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's hilarious and it's really funny and it's a feature length movie. Uh, it's got almost twenty six thousand. It's got over twenty six thousand views at this point. Um. Here's a comment on it. They don't make movies like this, and I mean that as a compliment. What Dan and Joel have crafted here, managed to craft here, is uh, a credit to the independent film spirit. The angles are sharply composed. The direction is solid and even-handed. The music is great. I'd be interested in the soundtrack. It almost feels like another character in the movie. My own nitpicking issues aside, this is a fine tale about making it and unmaking of human monsters, the human psyche, and loneliness. That never feels cheap. Can't wait to see more stuff from Dan and company. You guys killed it. It's not a perfect movie. It's called Chlorine, an improv feature film. It's on $5 Film School or 922 Films. Uh, I mean, like, if you need something to watch that's not on Netflix and that isn't Tiger King, just give that a shot. And you can see what your sort of fellow civilian filmmakers are making. Um, you'll, You'll find that it's, you know, it has the production quality of almost of a Hollywood feature, but with none of the frills and the character development is genuine and you know it's a little it can be you know silly at times but you know these guys are independent so they don't have a team of you know the best writers in the world but they made themselves a movie that's good uh and they did it on a shoestring budget with no script so that's that's my whole like thing i would say oh and by the way none of the none of the leads are even actors, except for one. Um, they're, they're just the filmmakers themselves. So like the lead role is played by the director. Um, yeah. But like, just if you want some inspiration about like what can be done at a time like this, go watch that movie. Um, and remember that you can also make stuff like, and, and it's good for you like to, to create stuff as opposed to just orbiting uh, there's something you're good at and you've got a lot of time right now, so you might as well go blow it out of the water, right? Like, kill it. You can do it. And, for, you know, as far as this podcast goes, you know, maybe the paradigm shift means that um, we have to just go ahead and do the Hitler Jesus episode and, you know, be done with it and rap. But then I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to keep making stuff. Everybody knows that. Uh, well, not everybody. A lot of people who listen to this show probably don't know that. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's ways to sort of bash your way through this and speaking of history um one of the characters i wanted to cover pretty soon was uh florence nightingale uh the the um founder of modern nursing uh because she's interesting because she went you know she was a nurse but then she was picked up and turned into something like a hero um because of like media portrayal and all that stuff and I haven't done enough research to know if she actually was but I hear very good things um but uh you know it's like this is this is a time to write I mean also like you can use this time to read you know you can use this time to figure out how the world works you can dig into mythology you can dig into history on your own um I I can't recommend enough um just finding podcasts that aren't lying to you um doesn't matter if you agree with the people on them uh it's just find somebody who's just being genuine like who's that guy um uh i recently discovered he's a lot like bill burr um he's a comedian he has a podcast he and he's there's no one angrier about this than him so that's why i find it hilarious um another thing i i had a conversation with a friend uh about recently was the fact that like it almost feels like every time you advocate for something these days you have to say oh, I don't agree with everything that's uh, you know they say. Well, I think that's we're past that. Obviously, you don't agree with everything everybody says or anybody says. There's nobody you agree with 100%. So, you can you can learn from people you disagree with. So like just have an open mind. That's my I mean that would be my advice and I'm just an idiot with a with a microphone. I'm literally sitting in a chair that's like it's I, I know it's old. I don't know how old. I know it's also stuffed with horse hair. That old. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, don't take it from me. But um, one of the things that you can find right now is a lot of people who, I mean, a lot of people who are through the initial, oh, that's offensive. You can't say that. They're just saying what they think. And they might be wrong um but that's not the important part the the important part is that you can trust them for the most part they're not trying to pull a fast one on you and if you want recommendations for that um i don't know i kind of like listening to tim dillon i kind of like listening to i used to like listening to bill burr not so much anymore uh i think there are people out there who are genuinely trying to get a solid take on this thing um Used to, I used to say, you know, things like you could go for Tim Pool. I mean, you could go for Scott Adams if you really wanted to. If you can, if you can handle a uh, boomer wrapped in a blanket, <laughs> it's still, it's still interesting. I mean, there's so many voices out there that um, where I think the other, th- the other thing that's happening right now is that the, the disaster is necessarily winnowing out the non-essential voices. Which is kind of where I fell I fell with, uh, with feeling like I, I couldn't get the, the um, motivation up to go research. I was like, am I a non-essential podcast? <laughs> and then I realized, I actually don't know. Because we have a lot of people who listen. Uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> we have a lot of people who listen... But at a time like this, I mean, I I can't imagine like wanting to listen to, well, I don't know what you guys, I don't know what you guys want. Um, oh, and yes, I, I, I want, I do want to make it clear. There will be another drunk episode. It has been requested. It has been, we have accepted a hefty donation to do it. It will happen. I can't wait. Uh, I'm hoping we can get James in on it too uh cuz and and possibly one other guy who I think is really funny uh who also likes the show uh it's going to be a blast in fact if we do the hitler jesus episode that will be the drunkest episode it will be the most epic thing uh you have ever heard I, I guarantee it um but yeah i don't know um thanks again oh by the way uh i encourage all of you who are supporting us on patreon like don't feel like you have to do that you know, we appreciate it, obviously, but, uh, and obviously we haven't been able to live up to the expectations right now. That's largely the fault of, you know, global disaster, but it's also partially because I'm extremely busy with, I guess you could say, trying to survive all of this. Uh, the stress level has been through the roof some days and other days it's been like, I love this. I never want to go back to work. Ha, ha, ha. Like having a good time. And then, you know, it's like, but it's just this emotional roller coaster. It's like, I can't focus on anything, but I can focus just enough, just enough to put another screw in this fence. So, anyway, um, long, rambly stuff over. <clears throat> I, oh, by the way, so I heard that people were having trouble, more trouble with sleep than usual. Uh, I have been known to uh, sleepwalk pretty badly. And it was at its peak probably a couple weeks back during all of this. Um, But I basically cured it by taking a small dose of melatonin at night and taking a couple of capsules of valerian root. That really worked for me. Uh, I know you, if George is listening to this, this, he'll be like, nobody cares, Aaron. Nobody cares. (laughs) Oh, I I know. But at the same time, I'm like, let me tell you what worked for me. (laughs) Yeah, it's time to rise. It's time to, it's time to, it's time to do your stuff, you know, the, the stuff you do best. And if you just want to orbit something that somebody else made for a little while, so you can, uh, see what's possible with no money, no script, and just a camera and some non-actors trying to act, um, go watch Chlorine. I'm not getting paid for that. <laughs> I just, they sent me a, uh, a, uh, rough cut of it a while back and I loved it. And you know, I I recently saw the the locked cut and I was, uh, I was, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, it's a serious movie, but there, there are definitely some very hilarious scenes. And when you recognize, and you understand the perspective of like, oh, this is just a couple of guys who like making movies and they just went out and made one. Like it's, it's possible. And don't get confused. There's one on YouTube movies called chlorine, which has like actual actors and stuff in it. Um, Don't do that one. It's chlorine and improv feature film by $5 on $5 film school. Uh, yeah. So with that, everybody, I'm going to stop rambling. I'm going to wrap this up and put it up on the soundcloud. So y'all can get an update. And, uh, hopefully the, uh, states open up again soon because George has got to get to his books. And, uh, I want to get on to another topic of research that I've been working on for a while. And I'm like trying my hardest to get James in on it. Uh, but obviously in all of this, he, he's the one who's still essential. (laughs) He probably finds that the funniest of all of us, that he's still the essential worker and he's still out there working very strange hours. Um, but, uh, he's a good kid and we all miss him, but, but he'll, he'll be back around for, uh, at some point we've been we've been chatting about it not recently but that's just because he's been busy and i've been busy and you know the whole world is apparently falling apart so uh what can i say get some canned goods uh grab some water purifiers and uh i don't know keep your rifle by your side (laughs) by the way there's no better music right now than the far cry 5 soundtrack so there you go right. We'll hopefully see you soon. They'll
1: look high and they'll look low. They'll look everywhere we go. But when the center And last, keep your rifle by your side in oh Lord, this earth was made for us Singing, oh Lord, this sinful life just ain't enough So we'll take a stand, cause we must protect Children in their sights, but if they don't have faith, their eyes are blind. They can scream and they can shout, but they can never smoke a sound. Keep your rifle.